Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And joining me today is Sergio Tijera. I met Sergio recently at a National Speakers Association convention in Denver, Colorado. We got to chatting and it occurred to me, I want this guy on my show. Because Sergio is dialed in. He's a leadership expert. He's all about empowering leaders, helping them to see some of their false beliefs that are holding them back. We're calling this episode, Handbrake Beliefs. And you'll see exactly what that means as we get into this conversation today. Sergio, welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. Thank you so much, Paul. It's great to be here, buddy. This is exciting. I've been looking forward to our conversation because I can tell that you understand some principles that I think are going to be absolutely empowering for our listeners here today. Sergio, can you start us off with just a quick introduction, maybe a little bit of your backstory? Where are you coming from? How did you get to this spot? Where you're empowering leaders? Well, I, you know, I'm from Miami, Florida, originally uh, born and raised here. Uh, went to school here from a Cuban family, first generation American in my family, and um, started off with uh, Caterpillar and worked for them for about 14 years in a number of locations around the world: in Illinois, in Switzerland, in Italy, in Panama, and uh, back in Miami, and. I've always had a tremendous passion for bringing out the potential in others. And I had, a, you know, through that experience through Caterpillar, was able to do that not only in the U.S., but in a number of countries. Uh, and then I've been in consulting and, and, and uh, you know, working with leaders and individuals and teams to really bring out their potential for, for a number of years now mm. uh, on my own. And so, um, you know, one of the things we'll talk about now is, you know, we're all aspiring to do more and be more. And especially in today's world where there's, there's so much more pressure uh, and things are coming at us at such a rapid rate that mm-hmm. we need to really dial in and understand what's happening here um, and how we're bringing ourselves uh, to, the, to the game every day um, so that we can maximize our, our potential, right? And, and like you said, live on purpose, live intentionally. Uh, bringing the best of, of our versions out every day and not just, you know, seeing glimpses of them, glimpses of them uh, mm. every once in a while. Sergio, I've had so many opportunities to talk to experts and thought leaders and authors, people who understand the principles behind leadership or other topics that are so important to our success. And you just jumped on a common theme that comes up in so many of these interviews, you said it starts here and you pointed to your head. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you meant that it has something to do with your mind and your mindset and your brain and how, how to operate the equipment properly because it all starts there, doesn't it? It, it absolutely does. Um, and see, the, you know, the, the thing is that what, what, you know, as we've grown up, right. And as mm-hmm. we've had experiences in our lives, 
Um, we've given sanction to you know the opinions of others that have shaped our belief, um, yes. experiences that have shaped our beliefs, and so forth. And not all of them have been uh, positive. Oh, so, right. I, of course, I'm enthusiastic about that particular topic. Right. And everything starts with our mindset. And there's so many limiting beliefs and thought patterns that get in our way. And I know this is something that you you train and teach in your work also with leadership. Yeah, absolutely. Because if, um, it, you know, as we start trying to become be you know, better leaders, we have to understand that we have to first be able to lead ourselves before we can lead others. And mm -hmm. leading ourselves effectively is having an understanding of our own self-worth, our own uh, ability to have a growth mindset, mm -hmm. uh, our own self-value, our self-talk, et cetera. Um, whereby we could bring out the best of ourselves so that we're impacting others in a constructive and, and positive manner, right? That, mm -hmm. that people want to work for. We've all worked for bosses that, you know, if I ask you, think about a boss that you hated, that you just had a horrible time and give me the attributes and the, you know, how did they act? What did they do? How did they make you feel? And you'll say that, you know, they were not trustworthy. Uh, they're not transparent. They, mm -hmm. they didn't make me feel like my my worth was valued there. Yeah, you know, my work was valued there, etc. And you know, these are all traits of individuals who aren't uh, living at their own potential, right? They have their own baggage that they've brought that's now impacting others. Right. And so I think in order to to lead others effectively, we need to be able to understand what of that you know uh, baggage have we been bringing along with us that hasn't been serving us well. And how do we how do we get that out of the way so that we're you know not only uh, leading ourselves in a, in a better way but we're also then uh, impacting others in in the way we want to. You shared an image with me about this, Sergio, that I think is pretty compelling, and we've incorporated it into the title of this particular episode: "Handbrake Beliefs." That's right. Talk about that for a minute as an image <laughs> for for where we're going with this. Yeah. So the, the way, you know, the analogy I always love to use are, are that we've been driving through life with our handbrake on. Yes, we can get to where we're going. You know, we've gotten this far and many of us are very, you should very, be very proud of how far you've gotten in life. Oh yeah. You also need to realize that we've been driving with this handbrake on. And for those of you, uh, you know, our age who actually remember handbrakes, uh, you know, we don't really have them in the cars anymore, but essentially <laughs> it was the handbrake you pulled back. And and the reason I say that is because um, we haven't been uh, living in free flow. We haven't been thinking in free flow um, and at our, at our level of our potential because of beliefs, these limiting beliefs that have been holding us back. And what do I mean by that? You know, self-doubt, um, the, the negative self-talk. And maybe it was something as, you know, you were growing up. Uh, you were in school and, and uh, you know, you went to make a presentation and some kids snirked and laughed at you. Mm. Uh, and, you know, that may have happened just once, but you've probably replayed that, uh, that episode probably a thousand times in your mind. And it's probably affected you up until this day. Every time you go up to make a presentation, you get, you know, you get nervous and you start doubting yourself and you start asking, okay, what are they thinking? So all these uh, <clears throat> episodes and experiences and events um, have uh, gone to shape and limit our potential. And so that's what I mean by our, our handbrake. 
And so in order to really, you know, break out of that, you need to understand, you know, how our mind is working and then how to reprogram so that we could get some of the stuff out of the way and release the handbrake so that we're in free flow. I was realizing as you shared the analogy that I don't have a car currently with a handbrake. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I remember these. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's right there in the middle, right in the console where you, you pull up on this handle and it sets typically for parking, right? It's like right. it keeps your car in place. But I remember times when I took off with the handbrake still engaged. Yeah. It kind Absolutely. of locks into place. And, and what did you feel when, oh, when driving? It was sluggish. Yeah. It was like I can move, but it's like, oh, this is hard. The resistance, sluggish. Resistance, yeah. And I realize, you know, a half block down the road, oh, yeah, the handbrake. Yeah. And I release that. No, it's so much easier. It's like, it's so oh. Much yeah, and, and, you, and you nailed it on the head because you said it feels so hard. So right. if, if we are saying, all right, you know, I know i got to lose weight. Why is it so hard to go to the gym? I get it. Yeah, I know I need to eat right, go to the gym, put in the right habits, but then the execution part is very hard, right? And yes. so and so that's really, you know, what we're trying to get past, right? Is kind of break through some of these some of these uh, limiting beliefs and get that off. But, you know, the yes. thing is as you were mentioning, at the end of the block you realize it's on. A lot of us don't realize that it's been on. Right? right. Because you don't see it, but you feel it right? You feel that resistance. You feel that, uh, that fear that might be building up inside, yeah. right? And then we creatively avoid, we do a number of things to try to, you know, kind of push it off to the side, but it's there. It's there. But as these things were learned, you weren't born with beliefs. You weren't born with attitudes or habits. Those are learned behaviors. We can essentially unlearn them. Right. 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 Yeah. Although that's hard too. That's very hard. Yeah. It's not easy, but it is possible. Partially because we're not even always aware of what it is that's limiting our, our progress. It, it's a belief, but we're not always immediately aware of what those beliefs are. I think when we feel the resistance, when we feel, oh, this is so hard. Okay, pay attention to that. And then be open to some alternate possibilities. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And this is where people like you, you know, Sergio, I think about these trainings that you're doing to empower leaders. And they'll come into these events that you host, not even knowing what they don't know. That's right. In other words, there's some belief that's limiting, but I'm not even aware of what it is yet. I know that something's getting in my way. And then you get to illuminate that to them through the trainings, the exercises that you take them through. Um, we're kind of in the same line of business here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. In a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about mindset. I love the direction this is going. Sergio, when we come back from this break, Let's dig into some of the practical things that we can do to start breaking through those handbrake beliefs that are limiting us and uh, see where we can go with that. Does that sound good to you? That sounds great. Folks, this is Sergio Tijera at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, Live On Purpose family. 
I know you're a fan of personal development, and that's why you're here on the podcast. Something else that I think you would really like is Live On Purpose TV. Come on over to youtube.com forward slash Live On Purpose TV, where you will find daily episodes that are all geared toward powering up your personal development program. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And welcome back, Sergio Tijera today at Live On Purpose Radio. Sergio, I love this conversation. You're a leadership expert who has figured out some important things about psychology. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to throw my full support behind you as a clinical psychologist, as if you needed my support. Uh, thank you, thank you. What you're talking about here is so important because we have these limiting beliefs. We refer to them as handbrake beliefs. Uh, love the analogy that we talked about in the first half about driving with your parking brake engaged. It's sluggish. You feel resistance. It's hard. Yeah. Realizing that is one of the first steps. And even though you're not completely sure what those beliefs might be, yeah. knowing that they're there can help you to start identify, identifying what they are so that you can move forward. I'm yeah. curious as we get into the second half, Sergio, where do we go with this? It's, the second half for me is the so what, you know, therefore what? How are we going to apply this knowledge in a practical way so that we can get out of our own way and move forward? What are your initial thoughts about that as I steer us in that direction? Well, and then, you know, as we talk about, about leadership, um, if we look at, you know, you've heard the old adage that uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast, right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> And so that's, you know, it's a saying that's well known in the business circles. And, and the reason why I, I lead there, because every individual uh, organization, as every family does, has a culture, whether it's intentionally created or not. And the, the lead into business is that <clears throat> um, every, uh, like I said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. You can have a tremendous strategy up on the board and everyone's nodding their head at the meeting. Yep, we're bought in. But as soon as you leave that meeting and they go to the coffee, you know, grab a coffee and they start saying, hey, what do you think about that? Oh, man, I'm not buying that, you know. And that becomes the underlying culture. And that has a huge impact on performance. So we're talking about the handbrake. The culture could be a, a very much an organizational handbrake. Okay? Mm. Because it's, you know, the, the underlying current <clears throat> you know, do people feel like they're like they're valued there? Do people really believe in in the organizational strategy? Do they believe in the leader, uh, or do they think he's just full of it? You know, or, or full of himself, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And so, you know, the reason why we always, for example, we always start off with uh, with the leadership team is getting them aligned, understanding where they might have it, uh, limiting beliefs that are impacting their teams, because as as we start at the top, it flows down um, where, you know, performance uh, or lack of performance starts showing up is in that, in that uh, second level and, and down. And so all the, uh, you know, those limiting beliefs are impacting the entire organization or impacting profits and, and profitability, et cetera. And so, you know, the lead in here when we talk to leaders is first understand where you have limiting beliefs yourself. But then how are those impacting those that you lead? 
you know, what is that environment that you're creating that is that optimal, right? Is that creating an environment where people want to be there or do they feel like they have to be there because they're getting a paycheck? Right. Have you ever, have you ever looked at how you speak to others and how you speak to yourself? I would challenge you and say in the next 24 hours, catch yourself saying either I have to, or I want to, and count how many times you say either one. And I bet Mm -hmm. you, you're going to say, I have to a lot more. And you know, one of the, one of the, it's a nuance, but it's a huge, it makes a huge impact. If I say I have to go to the grocery store, I have to cut the grass. I have to, um, Pick up the kids. I have to go to work. I have to pick up the kids. Oh my God, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Because all these have tos, right? It's like I'm forcing myself. But if I change that and say, I want to go to the grocery store because I want to cook a great meal tonight for my family. I want to pick up my kids because I can't wait to see them. I want to cut the grass because I like having a nice house. (laughs) So, you know, something as small as that makes a big impact in your energy. And when your energy and your self, you know, worth is increased, your performance follows. Right. So the leader's words, something as subtle as, hey, we have to get this report done. We have to go to this client meeting. We have to, uh, you know, follow the the, uh, standard operating procedure versus, hey, we want to, let's go see this client. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a great learning experience. And we're going to close that client. We want to follow the rules because that makes us more efficient and makes us serve the client better, <clears throat> et cetera. That's so just, a, you, know. you, you identified this as a cultural thing. Yeah. And I, I love where you're going with that because culture is one of those underlying sort of hidden beliefs that mm-hmm. it's like the handbrake beliefs that exactly. you talked about. This is probably one of the best examples of that. Yeah. And so as you're challenging us to now look at, okay, just look for the next 24 hours. How often am I using this phrase have to? Yeah. Which there are very few things that you have to do. Exactly. Um, All you have to do is die. That's the only thing you have to do because you don't even have to pay taxes. Right. You live with the consequences. Understand that there's consequences to your choices, but you don't have to do anything. If you don't want to pay your bills. You don't have to but understand that your lights are going to go off, right? So well, do, I, do I have to breathe? No. no. To, right? I mean, in order to go on living, you might want to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, that, that shifts something, doesn't it? It changes the energy. It changes the energy in a big way, in a big way. Because nobody wants to be, you know, nobody ha- wants to be forced to do anything, right? When you want to do something, oh my gosh, it changes the perspective. And so we have a choice every day to decide, how am I going to look at this? Mm -hmm. How am I going to decide to look at this? I'm going to find the good in it. You know, I'm going to find why this is something I want to do. I choose to do. I like to do. I love to do versus I have to. You don't have to do anything. So eliminate the have to and start finding the real why you, you like it. And suddenly you've just released the break. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's true. You, as the energy changes, and maybe you didn't fix anything in this chaotic, hectic life that you have. It's going to feel less chaotic and hectic once you change that limiting handbrake belief of I have to. Yeah. 
you release the brake and suddenly that, that resistance frees up and you get to move forward with power and purpose. Exactly. Simple. Simple and easy aren't the same thing because we're used to believing whatever it is that we've been practicing. Mm-hmm. So simple. I'm surprised in, in, if it's hard. It's simple in terms of it's, it's logical. Yeah. But right. watch yourself. I mean, the next 24 hours, uh, even, you know, a good, a good reminder is put a, put a rubber band around your wrist. And every time you uh, catch yourself saying I have to, or even thinking I have to, just get you get in snap it so it's a good Ooh. physical reminder of hey stop it I, I don't have to do this i want to do this ah uh, you're gonna raise a wealth on your wrist <laughs> exactly <laughs> but how much is it hurting you to have this limiting belief yeah exactly and not, not even hurting i mean it could be costing you right just not only financially but just or emotionally and and energy I think, you know, we, we start the day off with a, with a bucket, you know, full of energy, right? And every time we say I have to, you're, you're, that it's draining it down, right? It's draining it down, draining it down. Right. Start with the want-tos, 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 and love to choose to, you know, it's my choice. I'm deciding to do this, to go after this, because it's something that I find important, that I, that I, I see the benefit in, not because I'm being yeah. forced to. Well, you just added another important element to this that I think could be helpful. Because if I say I want to, and it's something I don't feel a desire to do, I can still say that I'm choosing to do this. And and that might give you some of the leeway that you need. Exactly. Exactly. Even if you you are being forced to do something, let's say at work, you know, you you have to you really have to do something. They're they're requiring it of you. In order to keep your job. Still in breathing. Exactly. You can still find, you know, look for the positive in it and find out why that you would want to. Getting to the why is, is the important part, right? That's like the, the, the rocket fuel. Right. That's, that's what's going to you know, figure out why this would be beneficial and why it's important. That way you have a, a different outlook on it and a different energy that you're going to apply to it. Right. And still get into that choice mode. Exactly. You know what? I've noticed this psychologically. Until we see it as a choice, it's not. In other words, we will continue to roll with whatever we're programmed to do, whatever we're used to do, whatever we uh, are, have practiced thinking. We'll roll with that until we actually see it as a choice. And then that puts us in a whole different mindset that allows us to choose something different, something alternative. So, like the example that you shared, Sergio, if you're, if you're there at work and you've got this looming deadline and you have to get all this stuff done by a certain time, you don't particularly want to, you're going to feel like you're lying to yourself is, I want to do this. Yeah. Um, but if you, can, if you can at least just change it over to, I choose to do this for what reason, for what purpose, to yeah. what end, yeah. in order to accomplish what? And it, and it might be, in order to keep my job, I choose to do this project. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always going to be, you know, uh, roses, right? It, and it's, it, it's going to sound odd because you really don't want to do it. But, you know, you, you're, what you're trying to do is give yourself the best shot, right? Yep. And, and, and just kind of release some of this negative, you know, the, the, this have-to mentality. Like you said, we have a choice. You always have a choice. 
um, which is, you know, part of what makes us human, right? Is that we always have an ability to choose and do I, am I going to choose the tougher road or am I going to choose to make this as easy and as smooth as possible on myself? Here's another brain hack I just thought of. You're going to do it anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, look at whatever that looming task is that you're telling yourself, I have to do this. Are you going to do it? And at the end of the day, you'll probably answer that. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right. Now you're in a position where you get to choose what you're going to say to yourself about this. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of your strategy there, Sergio, is that it, <laughs> you're going to do it anyway. So why not put I yourself... Have a, try to have a good time with it. <laughs> try to have a good time with it as much as Well, possible. you said give yourself the best shot you can. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it anyway, now choose your position and realize that your position impacts your your emotional energy and that becomes the culture that you referred to earlier, Sergio, that, that drives everything. Exactly. And that's just, that's talking to your attitude, you know, and our, our, the attitude we talk about is, is in the direction in which you're leaning. Either you're leaning, if you're leaning towards something you're going to have a positive attitude. You're leaning away from it. It's going to have a negative attitude. And so the attitude is just, it's not good or bad. It's just the direction in which you lean. And I love if, you're, it. if you're leaning into something, you're going to have that, you know, you might as well have a positive attitude about it. Find, always find the good in, in everything. There's always a, a silver lining right, yeah. that you come up with. Sergio, I got to do a little disclaimer here before we wrap all this up. All right. Folks, we are not telling you how to think. We don't have that kind of authority. Do you agree, Sergio? Absolutely. We're yeah. not telling you how to think. <laughs> you got a choice, though, and we would love to have you see that you have a choice. And once you see that there's a choice, now you're in a position of power where, where maybe you can take that position that serves you better, that empowers you and puts you in position to move forward with some real purpose. And, you know, something you just said that, that, that struck a chord as well is that having a choice puts you in a position of power. And when you, just, when you realize that it's your choice, you realize that the, the, what they call the locus of control is inside of you and not outside of you. So life is not happening to you. You get to decide how you're going to show up to life. Yeah. Right? Whether, whether, you know, you like what's happening or not. It's, it's your choice. And that's about having ownership in, in your own mind, your own attitude, how you're going to show up every day and the choices that you're going to make for yourself, regardless of what happens on the outside. We can't control what's, what's happening around us. Uh, we can only control how we react and how we uh, show up to what's happening around us. Sergio, I love what you're doing, man. This is awesome. <laughs> and that's why you're here at Live On Purpose Radio today. How can people connect with you if they would like to follow or get involved in one of those uh, events or trainings that you're putting on? Tell us how we can connect with you. Absolutely. Well, the easiest way is uh, I'm on Instagram at Speaker Surge, Speaker S-E-R-G uh, on Instagram. Uh, also, uh, Progress Partners Consulting is my consulting firm, progresspartnersconsulting.com. Probably the two easiest ways to, to get a hold of me also on, uh, on Facebook, uh, just Google and, and you'll find me and also have a YouTube channel as well. Awesome. That's, 
that's something I would encourage you listeners to do. Connect with this man. He's living on purpose. He can help you to live on purpose. And Sergio, I'm just so glad that I ran into you and was able to arrange for this conversation. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was a lot of fun speaking with you and hope to get on again sometime. Well, folks, you've heard it now from the leadership empowerment man himself, Sergio Tejeda. And you can connect with him at Speaker Serge, S-E-R-G, on Instagram, uh, also the website, Facebook. Um, go connect and apply what you've learned here today on this episode. It's your turn now to go live on purpose.